0: Situated, 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 here we are everybody, welcome in BRV Shorts, Wade and Hayden with you, bringing you some more funny stories from the webs and stories from our life that you may or may not be interested in, but we're going to tell you anyways, welcome into the van, uh, That's it's a been, fact. it's been a new week, uh, it's fun, uh, new stuff happening to me, we're doing baseball season again Oh I can't wait! Oh, dude, it is Just months away. It is spring baseball time here in Lenore City. And months away for me, yeah. You know. mine, yeah, mine's still too little. Well, yeah, mine is. Uh, I got both of mine now. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, Cole and Macy both are playing, so it's gonna be fun. I'm coaching again, and uh, last year, gosh, I, I talked about baseball on the pod all a lot. the time, right? Uh, you went and saw a couple games. I mean, it's <clears throat> like we we spectated and kept up with a. Five year old league, or what is it? Four to six. It's four to six. Four to six year old league, like it was uh, professional baseball. Yeah, we were calling stats of the game. Welcome to Lenore City. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We were calling stats. Uh, Macy was very uh, active in it last year. This year, she's got two of her classmates because she's in kindergarten that mm-hmm. are going to be on her team. So uh, this it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We can't wait. Oh. Um, but I can't wait for Harding to join, because when we get him out there, him and Cole are going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. I have, I have a feeling we're going to have some sluggers. So I didn't get to tell you this because I didn't see you today uh, until just now, but uh, we got him a green glove. okay? And you know how much he loves Hulk, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So Very we much. got to show him the glove and say, is this a is this glove you want? He said, yes, get me the green glove. Give me a Hulk glove. I like a Hulk glove, and I'll smash him if I have a Hulk glove. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the instinct already, man. Oh, yeah, dude. He's ready to go. It sounds like his like batting gloves need to be green, too. His his bat is green. Oh, yes. His cleats are green. <laughs> so And he's <we> set. <laughs> and it's so convenient because he was born on St. Patrick's Day. Even better. So how funny is it that his favorite color is green? Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's good. Um, you, my friend, you're closing in. On having 100 percent more kids in your home, 100 percent, yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, two is a 100 percent more than one, yeah. And uh, so, what? Uh, how you feeling? I'm ready, dude. I'm not worried about how it. How far away are we now? Uh, May, mid May, like is is the due time closing in? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I'm I'm ready though. You know, we got my little boy, little girl's gonna be a perfect little addition mm-hmm. to the family. Good to go, man. There you go. You yeah, know? that's gonna be a whole lot of a whole lot of diapers and uh, whole. Uh, th- you ready for that again? Oh, we we well changing of diapers. Yes, but we cloth diaper. Don't That's, forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I. How could I? We're uh we're good to the earth. <laughs> the Johnsons are very good to the earth. There's not a truer statement that you could ever say. Yeah. Fun fact: diapers don't biodegrade like at all. No, they <laughs> don't really even burn up in a fire. They're one of like the things that last the longest in a landfill, and yeah. we use billions of them a year. Yeah, I, I might have used like 10 of them a day on Macy, <laughs> yeah. you know, so that, that kind of thing. It, uh, it's no joke. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's, um, I'm happy for you guys, obviously, rounding out your family to four. Um, mm-hmm. Harding's going to be able to help you. He's old enough. I'm sure he's ready for... Uh, I went and picked up two new Joy-Cons for our Nintendo Switch, so now we can do family uh, Mario Party, you know. She's going to be a little behind in the beginning, but... You know, she'll catch up. She'll catch up. The younger ones always, you know, catch up a lot quicker. So anyway, it's like, it's cool. So what are we here to talk about today? Um, um, we talk about things from the webs that are either interesting um, or, like I said, things from our life that are interesting. Right. Um, we've got one really, really good one that we're going to tease tonight that uh, it's going to be such good conversation <laughs> when we finally do I don't have even it. know what it is, so... Uh, um flying blind on this one. I don't know. When we finally have this conversation that I'm teasing, you are going to thank me for bringing it up. Okay. Um But tonight I I want to There's I've, a few things. I've got a couple things. You got a couple things? Well that we're not gonna talk about. True. <laughs> I I guess we're not gonna talk about um watches. Okay. What so, does that mean? Like specific role like Rolexes. Okay. So bling, if you will. So I guess would you ever pay eight, Ice, Would you ever pay eighteen thousand dollars for a watch? Never, in never, not even if you knew it'd be worth seventy five thousand dollars in five years. If it would, that just doesn't seem like someone could guarantee me that. So it'd be a risky thing. So but people, but if it was if it was like set in stone, you would be a moron new to not do that. So anything are, that's going to appreciate that much in that short amount of time is duh. But are any investments set in stone, or any stocks you invest in set in stone? Not necessarily. So there's nothing, There's no one that could give you what you just asked for. That's true. But telling me a piece of jewelry that is, is going to be worth that much more is, eh, yeah. what happens to you you know. <clears throat> so, okay, list off a couple of other things that people invest in, that people uh, invest their money in, that you can think of off the top of your head. Growing businesses. Okay. You know. i, I read an article about maple syrup in Canada. Okay. About how Canada is like the sole supplier of maple syrup for the world. So people in Canada invest in maple syrup, like stockpiles, right? because when we have a shortage of it, and the price goes up, whatever it's kind of like okay, kind of like gold, right yeah. So other things that people invest in and watches, believe it or not, have been like that in like say the past ten, fifteen years. <clears throat> people, young business people are graduating from Harvard or Yale or whatever, and they're investing their money in different things, and watches is one of the things That's they're investing ridiculous. their money in because three years ago, a three thousand dollar Rolex, that was a Rolex that was three thousand dollars three years ago, is now forty thousand dollars. How? What the? What the? <laughs> I don't even know. It they rise and they fall because of supply and demand, just like everything with capitalism goes. So um, watches are just as hot of an investment commodity right now as. Berkshire Hathaway stocks, oh Google stock. Literally, these these people are quoted as saying, "Buying a Rolex, a vintage Rolex, is the same as buying Google stock these days." Oh my god, <clears throat> that's dumb. Speaking of dumb things, <laughs> um, New Jersey, uh, they ha- you know like all these uh, all these cities across the country, like their different departments, of course, have their own twitters. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. the New Jersey's Transit Department. Uh, See, Twitter this is account. not just any transit department, though. This like is that's the, New the sub, that's the subway into the into New York, in so. uh, the bus system too. Correct. Um, but anyway, they posted a video on their official Twitter account of a man who was rocking, essentially rocking an ATM back and forth. Down the s- sidewalk to the bus stop while the bus stop was sitting there, or like, while the bus like was just sitting walking there. it, kind yeah you know you can imagine yeah you know you could imagine somebody rocking it and uh getting it down the sidewalk, gets to the actual bus, bus door opens, and then you can hear the driver go, "Oh no," and then just shut the door right back, and the guy's like, "Come on, like are you serious like all you're gonna do me like this, <laughs> I got it down here, and that's when the video ends um. Some people think it might be fake. I, I imagine it, there's, the, there's a likelihood of it being fake. But the uh, they actually asked, like, you know, caption this. Like, they were trying to do it to be kind of fun. Okay. But, but who knows where the video actually came from. You know, it was just kind of like a video that they had. But could have been real, could have not been... It was just a straight-up cell phone camera. Was, was this a big man? I mean, like... <laughs> he was about your size, actually. I don't know that I could work an ATM. It was a little one. You know how some gas stations have those little short ones that aren't very big? It was like yeah. that size. Yeah, I mean, okay. We're not talking about one attached to a bank, nothing like that. Like, I mean, I'm not a sissy, but, you know, I <laughs> I don't know that I'm walking a, you know, 25-gun safe down the, down the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, hell no. That kind of sounds like this, so... um Naked man. I'm not going to tell you what country this man's from. I'm going to make you guess. Okay. Naked man tries to board plane claiming to be more aerodynamic. Uh. So this man passes through security, right? Like he goes and gets his ticket. Alabama. I said country. I know, but can I? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Is that that counts. Answer? That counts. It's okay. valid. That, that's valid. It's wrong, but but it, it's valid. Um, this man got his ticket, went through the gates, and then like Magic Mike ripped his tearaway pants and shirt off and then butt naked starts jetting for the plane. Gets Pun on- intended. Yeah, like gets onto the jetway <laughs> and <laughs> makes it almost onto the plane butt naked and says, quote, I fly with more agility when I'm undressed don't you need agility when you fly you do if you want to get that speed picked up it's you know yeah, agility I, matters he the air, word aerodynamic more <laughs> aerodynamic and agility um <laughs> i mean i guess aerodynamics is something that comes into my mind when i'm naked like do you have to uh, calculate the drag for the that's that's kind of what know. i'm talking jeez look like he was wearing <laughs> a messenger bag <laughs> yeah i mean messenger bag well that'll carry some drag with it <laughs> Try ever try running with a messenger bag, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, listeners, no, any, anyone, anyone out there ever try running? It's not <laughs> easy to do. Or, or like trying to play sports in boxers instead of boxer briefs. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad move. It's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, loin, loin cloth. Um, I, I got another one about a man. A Man from um, you can guess the state here. Oh, this. Guy oh, fr- where where did this guy come from? Mother Russia, oh, of course, it yeah. was Russia. He was a Ruski. You knew, you knew that. Um, I, I literally was gonna go there, and I was like, "It's too obvious," but whatever. St- Alabama, let's stay in Russia. <laughs> let's stay in Russia, and let's talk about the uh, the first ever slapping championships that oh. were taken place in Siberia. Yes. Please, God, tell me that you have seen <laughs> videos of these men. <laughs> Hands on the table, <laughs> bellied up to the bar, staring each other in the face, exchanging open hand slaps to the like, face, to the jaw, until like, they give up, <laughs> like, <laughs> or knocked out. <laughs> they just like that's, stare that's at like each the, other. That's the trigger and, spot. Like you know, like to like to knock someone out the best way, like right there in the corner of the jaw where it. But if your if head. you can pop their neck once, yeah, yeah they just go that's unconscious, it. it's like and boxing. That's why people get knocked out in these slap contests, because they just catch them with that palm right there, just good enough, and then... Dude, I've <laughs> saw, I saw videos of some of these dudes that look like... You remember Hacksaw Jim Duggan from <laughs> WWF back in the day? <laughs> like, I mean, arms like a tree trunk, <laughs> and going up just slapping each other, uh... The, one of the best videos I saw of it, though, was just these two guys, probably about my size, just exchanging slaps, like, <laughs> back and forth and back, and neither one of them budging. Just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that look on their face. That's just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just take it. <laughs> <laughs> slap. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I also want to talk about uh, Florida Man. So we've got to have yes. a Florida story, right? Um, or I say I should say, I don't want to talk about a Florida man um, who called the police because he paid for sex and got scammed. Oh, so John, of course. Yeah, this, this happens, this right? This is what you do. In Florida, West Palm he Beach. He sold me fake crack. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's another Florida story that we've come across before. Well, this man, John Omer Single of West Palm Beach, says he allegedly paid $500 to a group of four people at a day's inn, so at least one of them would come back and have sex with him. <laughs> at least one of them? <laughs> Single said they took the money, but no one showed back up for the sex. Oh. So he called the police and was arrested for solicitation of a prostitute. Oh, What's his name? Uh, John. Oh, poor John. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a moron. Sorry, dude. He's homeless. They got him in bed for the night. So. Oh, he was homeless? Yeah. And he had money. To he had five hundred dollars to pay four people for a bone. This session? was his claim. So you know what his bail was set at? Maybe he was just trying to get money from. Maybe it was like a scam backfired. You know, like maybe the he, four the four people he's talking about, the police don't even know if they exist. That's what. Oh, maybe you're right. Do you know what his bail was set at? What five hundred dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Judge's like, how much money do you have in his pocket? <laughs> Five hundred dollars, sir. Make his bail five hundred dollars. That's right. <laughs> that's good. Um, you got another yo, one, yo, dude? Yes, this one you're gonna love. Okay, okay. bring it. It could have been a full length there, but gonna make it quick. So that's what she said. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Did you see this? This was like in big news. So this no. is real stuff. Uh, Jack the Ripper's identity was discovered through uh, what do you guess? Ancestry twenty doc- three DNA. DNA. Yeah. Um. So. Basically, there's been this piece of evidence in the storage locker since like 1888 September when the when this crime happened um, of a shawl from one of the women, the fourth woman he killed, and it still had semen and blood on sure. it. So they were able to run the DNA, and sure enough, found two people that matched. And they go back the family tree, go back to one of their key suspects of who they thought was Jack the Ripper back in the day, but never found him because he disappeared. Uh, turns out, he did it because uh, there's basically no other way with the DNA testing to say that it has to be someone from their direct lineage. And the fact that this guy was our one of our key suspects, but disappeared on us, and then they, apparently because of uh, DNA, you know, they can read like the characteristics. Like we're almost so good with reading human DNA that we can say, yeah, that one's definitely going to have brown eyes and uh, blonde hair show sure, the markers you know, yeah, they're getting really sort of good stuff. at the markers yeah. they basically were able to look at it and say this guy would have had been about yay tall been a slim guy and he met all the uh, criteria of like the best witness testimony that they had of somebody that said they saw him like fleeing from the crime of that one so of, they're like gonna pin it on him they're gonna just say they're, that they're it's pretty much saying like it's it's one of those like upper 90s percent chance that it's definitely that guy yeah and see that's kind of i've actually heard some stuff to the anti-dna lately about um how a lot of stories like what you're saying have come to the forefront and Mm -hmm. people have been almost romanticizing dna that way but almost overlooking the uh collection techniques and the um well they've been studying this shawl for this exact study for eight years now sure but what are the chances Just just throw it out there. Mm -hmm. The possibility is that sometime between September 1888 and when they got that shawl... Right. ...that there was some type of contamination. Fair point. So, like... Have you ever seen the show uh, Adam Ruins Everything? Oh, yeah. I you ever love that show. You've seen the one about DNA? Oh, yeah. So, the one about the cotton swabs, like there was a story about cotton swabs. These two men were convicted of murder because of some cotton DNA that was found on a cotton swab or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they found out that it, it was, was just a woman that was licking them before she put them in the box. A woman that worked at the factory. It was her DNA that was on there. Oh, my God. That was contaminating I it forgot and about it altered that part. It. Like, it. So, there's just. Right. Any, any types of things. I that, guess they were basically taking the crusty old semen and into it. Well, that's what it, I'm you know, saying, is how do you know it's not crusty old semen and pollen and all this other shit that could have, you know, like transformed into... They're a lot better at this than we are. Could make it your DNA. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. i still like to think that they figured it out. and they're <laughs> You're like, like, yeah, it's true. He was... Uh, it's not true. I mean, what? I mean, like... Well, uh, who the who cares, dude? This dude's been dead for, like, 150 years. Yeah, and they're spending a lot of money still trying to solve that case. Oh, not really. I mean, who knows how long he's been dead, but this happened going on, hundred and four. what, 1888? What's the math there? Like, 130, 140 years? Yeah, 131 years. Yeah, so, I mean... 130. it thirty. It'd be 131 in September. <laughs> That's right. But, I mean, he's been dead so long, and so have his, like, kids. Like... And probably their kids' kids, like, at this point. So, like, who the hell cares? Like, I don't. I know that. I, I, honestly, if I found it that my, like, great-great-great-great-grandfather or something like that was Jack the Ripper, like, I'm not a psychopath, but now I'm all of a sudden famous because of my family lineage. Like, I don't know. That might be kind of cool. I think it would be pretty cool. You know, like, I'm not a psycho. I don't kill people. <laughs> <laughs> all psychopaths say i'm not a <laughs> psychopath so i don't you know, kill people yeah it's just kind of wasn't me um you remember travis kalanick i know the name who is it what did he do uh uber oh yeah. yeah 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 uber's old ceo yeah yeah i remember, uh, remember how like he got ousted we talked mm. go back and listen to our podcast the beginning episodes we've talked about many companies amazon uber uh, who else have we talked about religiously? Basically those two, right? Oh, yeah, basically those two. I mean, yeah. those two, we, we just chronicled Netflix. We chronicled yeah. them, Elon Musk, basically on all of their growth over the last year and a half, two years. And Kalanick got kicked out, um, ousted from the company that he built from the ground up, Uber, and got his, what, one, $1. $1. $1.2 billion um, share sale. Mm-hmm. that he was able to push through yeah. and pocket that cash. They they wouldn't let him sell any more than that. Mm-hmm. And you and I theorized that he was going, I believe, and I wish I would have went back and got the cut of it. Right. I'm pretty sure my words were something like, my guess is that he takes this money and he starts his own business, whether oh, it's yeah. a trucking company or whatever. He's starting a trucking company. So he just invested like uh 35 million dollars in this startup trucking and logistics company that's going to be basically kind of like a UPS yeah, type I think of about that. idea and he has as his CEO of this company a guy that was his like I think his CFO or a high ranking officer of Uber his name is Tiger Fang That's incredible. Yeah, that's his real name. That's like incredible. F E N G. How awesome Tiger is that? Fang. Tiger Fang. I mean that's, about, that's the guy that's running your business talk about a, a name to pick up women at a bar with <laughs> give it to my me. name's tiger fang <laughs> what's your name honey uh, that's that's my pickup women voice which is terrible i like it which is why i don't do it yeah maybe that's why you're married and i'm married yeah that's the primary yeah. reason <laughs> that sounded terrible the way all that came out sorry honey love you the only reason i don't pick up chicks <laughs> is because my voice sucks <laughs> But I have a podcast, so, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I, I got, what else you got? Oh, is that it? That was, oh, that was La- the two that I Last thing up. I don't want to talk about is Papa John's. So, do you remember Papa John being on that earnings call? You know, just kind of just casually throwing out the N-word. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they said, bye. They, you know uh, who his uh, new face of Papa John's is? Who? Shaq. Shaq, he's <laughs> not for the general anymore. The Shaquille O'Neal. Well, he has, needed an upgrade from the general. He's dude. upgraded from the general. Then what was it Dove lotion? Uh, no, not Dove. Or was it Lubriderm? Um, no, I guess it was. Was it Dove Men yeah, yeah, Care? Yeah, extra Men Care. Yeah, and then uh, the Thermapad heat wraps. Yep, yep, that's his other one. And he was all about icy hot. It start. I start. I never even realized that Shaq had this many brands that he. Oh yeah, that he, he represented. He makes so much money. And uh, but the general was just like, oh, Shaq. Uh, that's just sad. I mean, they must pay him a lot. Well, no. See, the general was one of the first ones that he got out of basketball, mm. and I don't know. My guess is that a friend runs that company. You know, it's based out of Nashville, right? I, I mean, it's the general underdog. Their headquarters are in Nashville, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe some some friends or something. Hmm. You know. But anyway, he is uh, the face the face of papa john's going forward and is now officially a board member wow you know he's getting paid like the only way that he agreed to do this they go from the guy that says the n-word to bringing in a guy hang on there papa hang on papa i'm gonna need all the money (laughs) (laughs) big big daddy aristotle gonna need all the money (laughs) That's a like that's a big uh, big swing. He ain't never never gonna do that for anything less than all the money. All the money, like that's all Shaq wants. Oh, all the like, money. Do you you know do you ever hear that story of him getting? Uh, I think it was Lamborghini or Ferrari, one of the two. that had to chop and custom make him a Ferrari or a Lam- Like I said, I can't remember which one it was. They had Everything to, like, in his life is custom. I mean, made. like no, but for real, like they literally had to like take one and then like custom build it like an extra two and a half feet longer so he could get in it oh yeah so just so they could fit seats in it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah seats in an engine for Shaq. <laughs> yeah everything's custom made for that man yeah to his shoes his bed the door frame at his house <laughs> the door frame. <laughs> like i mean everything for this man so um i don't really have much else i mean that i don't want to talk about to be honest i mean have okay. you ever heard of a never event at a hospital a never event. They call it a quote-unquote never event. Don't know what that means. Anyone that you've ever uh, anyone that you know in the medical profession, ask them if they've ever been involved in a never event. But a never event is exactly kind of what it sounds like, an event that should never happen. Oh, <laughs> because there are like so many protocols in place right to make sure that something like that doesn't happen. Like one small example of a never event might be um, they remove my liver instead of my kidney, right? Because the wrong, the wrong, uh, wrong organ, clipboard. the wrong organ was yeah. put down. Yeah. Or um, me and a John Smith and a James Smith are in rooms close to each other, and we have similar um, handwriting or something. And I might sign <clears throat> John Smith's um testicular cancer removal yeah form and james smith might sign my angiogram which is a x-ray of your blood vessels <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like so like all of these types of things hey hey, bob yeah uh this guy's testicles look they look great they, they look, look pretty good take are them you sh- are you sure we're taking these out <laughs> take them he signed the paper take them <laughs> Yeah, that that's just a couple examples, man. Like I swear I heard of one locally, but what I read about was one in uh across the pond. And in in the UK. Leicester City. Ever heard of Leicester? No. I think it's Shire. It's like L E I S C E R so many damn names in it. T I E R something like that. It's bullshit. Uh yeah, never event. Ask somebody about a never event. You out there, ask someone about a never event. Hopefully you've never experienced a never event because those are uh, seem to be terrifying. I have one other current news that I didn't write down, but we have to at least just mention it, is uh, Old Mama June. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Nothing is more just sad yet satisfying all the same story (laughs) i couldn't agree with (laughs) you more because at the same time you feel bad for you know honey boo boo whatever her real name in real life is i forget honey boo boo but the girl i mean she's like a full-grown teenager at this point now like probably almost 20 years old and uh just like that's the no perspective on life oh no but or just like the the mockery they made of her yeah like so sad because that child was what made that show awful. But then Mama June really, really filled the gaps on all the other parts. Man, with that's a ooh, oh man, I I love your wordplay right there. That was uh she fi- filled some gaps. she filled in the gap. <laughs> Not anymore, man. She took her like what was it two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that she made that she got to pocket off of that show and bought like just reconstructive everything like boob job, tuck this, cut that out, suck that out get uh, she got what's the the stapled stomach so you can't eat yeah. as much yeah she did all of it mm-hmm. and then lost like a million pounds and then right back to the rocks man yep yeah busted at a gas station uh fighting with somebody and when the cops came they searched her vehicle and found a crack and a crack pipe on her gotcha bitch <laughs> Yes! I mean, just gotcha. How do you go from that, How do you get into a fight with someone while holding a crack pipe? You high on crack. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It has to be. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Man. Okay, but anyway, that was incredible. Thanks for bringing it to Mama June at the end. I Uh, appreciate that. Mama June. You know, there was a a little um, beauty pageant at our... uh, establishment yep. um, yeah um yeah. the other day and so yeah that that kind of big bows and glitter just turning your kid into an ornament yeah or uh you know some prop a lot of frills yeah lots of flair yeah yep uh sequence and uh yeah <laughs> tutus yeah. tutus yeah lots of those lots of moms with cameras yep yeah screaming that that shit just drives me nuts Oh, like the ones that's like a sideline coach of when they're on the stage? Yeah, I just... I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yelling out the play at them while they're... Yeah, <laughs> while I they're, mean... I... While they're walking? Yeah. Yeah. Twirl, damn it! Twirl! <laughs> Twirl! Because <laughs> they're there! Yeah. They're there! Uh, it's so sad, uh, but they would be. They, some of the people say that same thing about sports. You know, right. Parents that yell at their kids about sports, so it's all relative. But um, anyway, <laughs> it's we've, we've been just going on a little on different when there's not the excitement of like somebody like crossing up on somebody, and you or get even excited. the background noise of sneakers going, you know, to kind of drown out something. A non, In you know, a horn, a non-energetic kid walking down the runway while their parent screams at him. It's just I feel different. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Little bit, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't watch child pageants. Do you like watching no kid pageants? I don't like any pageants. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're all just misogynistic, awful messes, dude. Uh, one more thing just came to my mind. Um, have you ever seen Dimitri Martin stand up, do stand up oh, comedy? Yeah, like I haven't seen like I, had, I don't think he's done anything recently. I mean, if he has, he I, had that awesome one where he's drawn on the board the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that one's incredible. So, I I will never forget, because this was recently after I had kids. I heard his joke about how people always ask him to look at pictures of their kids. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But if he were to walk up to them and just ask to see pictures of their kids, he's the weird one. (laughs) Like, like me just showing random people pictures of my kids, that's not weird at all. No. But someone random coming up and asking for pictures of my kids, that's extremely weird. It's isn't it funny how that works it is funny there's so many things in life that are that way mm-hmm. like depending on the context of the situation it's either like the worst thing or the nicest thing you could possibly do mm-hmm. like yeah that's that's life <laughs> yeah man love it all right plug them uh so uh big red van at or at the big red van pod on all the social media platforms um at the or the big red van podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us uh we did get some emails lately so thanks for that communication that's awesome uh we love feedback and we love to hear from our listeners so um yeah i mean what if what what do you do without feedback uh dwindle away and die you don't eat your feedback oh <laughs> Raleigh Theodore Sakers. It's a homework assignment for all of our listeners. Go to go to YouTube. Type in Raleigh Theodore Sakers. Sit and listen to nine minutes of it. You will thank me later. Um, <laughs> thank you everyone for joining us. This has been a whole lot of fun. Hopefully we get together next time. We've got a guest or two. Uh, we're trying to get some things lined up and have some real fun for you. Um, keep the communication coming in. But for now, we'll definitely catch you on the next one. Play us <laughs> out.